there was a very large UFC event. It sounded like Dana was there for this one, didn't bolt. I specifically decided I couldn't watch the fight when Covington accused Masvidal of being a liberal hippie agenda Mm. pusher, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage if uh, you don't study geopolitics. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raf Esparza. Raf, how are you, and what was your world geopolitical grade in the last class you took it? Uh, I didn't take that class, I don't think. Did I? Do you remember if I ever talked about taking a class like that? I just assume at one point they were like, you have to take government systems and you just did an eye roll for your sophomore year. (laughs) I was telling people back then, I was like, I'm going to be in entertainment. I don't need to know anything. By the Um, way, my son started screaming in the background, mm -hmm. and I do think we're starting to worry. He just wants to be mic'd up. It's time. We're going to get him a fake microphone, see if it keeps him quiet, but he's going to be first baby with the podcast studio. Don't worry, Kevin. I'm sure I'll produce that show, too. (laughs) <laughs> baby yeah. time with Rafa yep. Sparza. He <laughs> finds my son much more punctual. He's just easier to work with. He really he has good notes though. That's that's the best part. Kev, we should discuss though. There were some fights over this weekend, and I want to be forthcoming in saying I did watch them. Yes. I thought about not watching them because I was on vacation. But I still watch them because somehow there's a gene in me that doesn't allow me to take a vacation. I was curious. Now, Mm -hmm. I pulled a WWRD. Mm -hmm. What would Ralph do? Mm -hmm. And couldn't budget it for a second week in a row. Couldn't do it. Right? So I I was not able (laughs) to stream steal 272 in part because don't like the athletes a ton. Mm -hmm. Wasn't very excited about the fight. Was kind of vindicated, I heard, with everything, including up to Spivak. But you watched them. You were on vacation in San Diego. It was beautiful. Did you do jiu-jitsu while you were there? No. So that... Actual... Okay. Then Mm -hmm. there was a vacation. That's nice. Yeah. This was kind of a game-time decision because there were a lot of naps that happened during the weekend. So there was a lot of, like, let's do this, (laughs) followed by... Hey, are we up now? Let's get some food. Do you want to go? (laughs) So I was mostly happy that the wife was happy, which was, oh, my God, we're resting. And, you know, we don't have children, but we have two dogs. But it felt like we were getting away from the kids because there was so much quiet. They're Frenchies. It's pretty comparable workload-wise. I can verify that. The Frenchies pretty chill. It's the pug zoo. (laughs) The pug zoo's lost it. The pug zoo's definitely a fighter, and because she is a guard dog, it means that she is nonstop. So <laughs> she's a guard dog. Sorry, she yeah. is the guard. No, yeah, no, Kev. I shouldn't laugh. That's not funny. No, she's it a is, guard dog. It is a hundred percent the right reaction because when she does it, I go, "Oh, you're defending the house now." Woof. Yeah. Woof woof woof. And then she stops, gets into a little sonic ball. I had a dog trainer and then once you realize, was like, mm. you should thank your hound dog. I was like, she nearly deafened the neighbor. <laughs> you want me to say thank you? <laughs> the worst part is, Kevin, we have a balcony and Lucy, the French bulldog, loves to go out on the balcony and sunbathe. So she'll regularly just bark at us, like open the door. And we go, okay, fine. That's awesome. So when she does that, her sister... 
the younger sister, Moira, <laughs> the will bark at us and say, like, there are people outside. And we go, yeah, people are allowed to be outside in the courtyard. That's kind of a thing. I don't like it. Woof, woof, woof. So then Lucy stares at us like, can you get rid of her? So there's a real coordinated dance that happens where you let Lucy out, you keep Moira in. It's real fun. And then there's a lot of me apologizing to people who are in the courtyard who are just trying to live a life. Anyway, yeah, that's what we were getting away from this weekend. And it was glorious. And you know what? I wasn't sure I was going to watch. But you know what happens around 4 p.m. when you say, well, the ESPN fights are free. So I'll watch those. And I started watching some of them in and out. And some of them were okay. Um, There were some decisions. There were some weird moments. There was obviously a knockout. Jalen Turner, our arachnid friend, did very well. And uh, Myra Morris, or Morose, uh, was able to get a nice submission. The choke of the podcast submission, if you would. Triangle choke. And there was some other shit that happened. You know, uh, Khabib's Arm triangle. His cousin. Yeah, he was able to get a rear naked choke. Now, let me ask this, Kevin. If you were fighting one of Khabib's family members, say his cousin, distant mm-hmm. relative, and you saw him being Khabib after a weigh-in, and you're about to fight that family member, would you think to yourself, this is a good time to go over and get a photo op? I have to tell you I would not, and I would like to also underline some other current events that might have certain ruskies <laughs> on the old uptick of nervousness it's it's hard to say that because there's a lot of people who are implicated in things that they may not be a part of i would say there are a few troubling signs number one never forget daddy and khabib went to go visit putin and there was some adorable sports washing of you listen to your dead oh look at that that's so cute they're just like us and then there was also the fact that Khabib has been very silent on all issues. So if that's what you're referring to, then sure. Well, um, it was the closest we were going to get to a real Rocky scenario where mm-hmm. it's the Soviets that are like, we'll give you back Ukraine, your best fighter against our best fighter. And we're like, mm. hello. <laughs> it's, 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 my God, what's wrong with me? I'm doing a mockery of someone we can easily it's, call. That's l- my bad. No, I apologize. It's in it's his writer. Fine. He said, you do this one time, um, but Khabib would have to obviously step forward for them for doing it like the old style. It's tough because I also think to myself, when you see... Did he snap? The- Was he... I, it, I saw the Dana White like, Khabib's grumpy. It's like, well, he's not a happy... He once celebrated a victory by jumping out of the cage to fight more yes. people watching the fight. His yes. level of grumpy, I was like, did he kill... Did he kill someone? Did he execute um, a head of state? I, I no. don't know where we are, and I didn't, again, watch. But it's a Covington one. Can I ask you one quick? Yeah, you didn't sure. cover Go this on top. Did mm. Joe Biden call any of the fighters, including Colby Covington, congr- to congratulate him? No, but Colby Covington did refer to Donald Trump as the greatest living American. So that was fun. You know what's really sad is... That Donald Trump is out of office and he still has to be beholden to that shtick. And it makes you wonder 
how tiring is that? Because, yeah, the dude's not in office. And then you start playing the politics game and you go, hey, do you have a nuanced opinion of anything going on in politics? <laughs> I'll tell no. you how tiring it is for me, Raph. Like, do you think that there are a lot of people who go up to Colby Covington and go, tell me about how gas prices work? <laughs> it would be awesome if that's how it started in the press conference. It was like, uh, Colby, we briefly talked about import experts, specifically in the maple industry and some NAFTA concerns. Do you have any <laughs> comments about the recent inflation decrease from 2 to 3.1? We'll see you say that, but then you also realize that during the press conference last week, which was widely regarded as one of the worst in recent memory with Covington <laughs> and Jorge Masvidal, there was a tense moment where apparently, I guess, Covington was accusing Jorge Masvidal of not knowing how a bill gets signed into law. And it made me think... What was... The, is this what happens when you don't have an actual political foe? Mm. And it ends up just sounding like, Two jocks arguing in the locker room, neither of which studied government in a while. But, like, in theory, didn't they both vote for the same guy? That's my exactly. Like, I think that was why I was so. When I sent you the article, it's like, why are we? How are. Hold on. You two can't bring that into this, right? You would think so, but I think they were struggling. And I, I get the impression, a few of my friends have said, do you think that they're just backstage? laughing it up at how much they're getting away with and i said you know it's a high likelihood so yeah it's very possible they're just this is this why we have show. to repress credential you if someone gets too extempy oh, we just need someone to check it. it's like <laughs> i'm gonna phone jesse ole for a minute real quick get a good <laughs> popper see if jason warren's on the line can get me a triad question in a heartbeat just uh you know hit him with a little geopolitics <sighs> that's I what just, he wants I to talk about this. come on colby come on to our show we'll let you go We'll get into it. We'll start with the Louisiana Purchase and see if you remember who John Hansen was. We're going to hey, have fun. Well, you, you brought up something, so let's go to the top of the card because I think that's important to go over. Uh, the whole fight was uh, pro-Covington the entire time, except for one fleeting moment where Masvidal punched him square in the jaw and Colby took a knee, but then Masvidal didn't pounce on him. And Covington later corrected the record to say uh, he didn't get knocked down. He just took a knee for the first responders, which actually isn't a terrible joke. <laughs> I agree. That's if actually, you really deconstruct that, that me, is not uh, it's a little funny. It's also it a is. little prickish to first responders, but it is funny. Yeah. And you know what the nice part is? Hey. Play to your demo. If he donates, if he's like, they won $100,000 for that, then I'm in. But if he's just saying that one's for the first responders, but uh, you got to keep the staff employed, right? Yeah. But Kev, let's also discuss this. If you ever are one of those people who doesn't like the word virtual or virtue signaling, is that not it though? Like it doesn't just work one way. Like the fact that this dude's literally sending out hashtags yeah, I got punched, but that's for the first responders. It's like, okay, what was that about? What what do we get? This is from like that? when Conor McGregor's whiskey was like, we're gonna donate ten percent up to two hundred thousand dollars of our whiskey <laughs> profits this year. I just thought it was like fascinating. Thanks for all the caveats in the oh, commercial. Maybe, but that's money, Kevin. This is just a reference. 
this is nothing. Fair, I, right? To say, yeah. Maybe he does some cool stuff on the side that we don't see. I wouldn't put that past people. It's just if that's what makes you feel good, uh, getting a reference in a UFC post presser, eh, maybe you kind of shitty. Anyway, <laughs> that's not important. The fight sucked. And the fight no one sucked <laughs> is a, I saw this, by the way, that was, I, I had that moment Sunday where I was like, should I just bite it? I couldn't watch it Saturday. It was like, mm. and pretty much unanimously people were like fight sucked. It really it. did Kev. And I wanted to tell you that there was a part of me that thought, Oh, Masvidal could pull it off. And <clears throat> even worse, Kev was the fact that Drake inserted himself into the scenario somehow oh, with the bet with mm-hmm. the bet because the the thing the problem i do have is that i'm a gambler and frankly mm-hmm. it should have been as i'm looking at my card i missed three effing fights on my pick <laughs> anyway i'm not gonna get into just how much i fucked up ben not yet that's a teaser because he's not here mm. can't defend himself can't <laughs> even fully take the time mm. to buckle his belt without badly i was mm-hmm. there was an instantaneous sort of pretty clear no one got the BMF belt as no. well, right? So no. what are we to do with the prices for the replica? I assume surely this will take them down. And, okay, so the BMF belt, just one-time thing? Uh, Still, yes. That means, and- Raph, there mm. is real opening for us to slide in just any belt title we want. That's true. Do you have any suggestions or thoughts? Previous record belt holder. We're going to finally get Greg Hardy on there. He's headed to wherever Cain Velasquez is being stored. They're going to fight it out (laughs) for freedom. Good luck. I think it's a good way to get, you know, flip flip. I'm also glad that you're bringing up Cain Velasquez. There's a lot of stuff to address, and I'm going to try and uh, bullet point some of these. All right. Number one, Cain Velasquez. A lot of you guys are very hype on this one. Kev, where do you stand on the free Kane Velasquez stance? I'm going to need to hear a lot more because while I enjoy a good Batman saga with his mm-hmm. vigilante justice, I get yep. nervous when people with chest tattoos do it. I'm, that's me. Yep. I get yep. it. I get it. I'm putting people in a bucket, and that's not fair. I'm just saying I get nervous. So I'd like to hear some more because as – Colby Covington will tell you with the first responders and all of the <laughs> Blue Lives Matter police respect until somebody gets rid. It's like, let him go. You commies. It's like, wait, hold on. Those still the police, still the crew you were you were getting your tattoos for. I would like to hear a scotch more about what's going on. I will tell you, I don't feel very comfortable giving much opinion about it at all. From everything I've seen, it seems like a very complicated story. Yeah, I think the weird part is... A lot of context in this one, I guess, it seems like. Yeah, and it's hard because you look at it and you say, all right, we should base level have everybody on this page, which is nobody should ever have to have one of their family members endure that. That's terrible. So if there is an injustice, perhaps maybe we can direct our attention to that and start there. No, we're fighters. We watch a lot of movies. There's a good guy. He should be able to do whatever he needs because ends justify means. It's that the communities rallied around this. 
And my whole time has been a lot of, I don't know if you do this with your news information reading, but especially with my own impulses, I say, hold, hold, we don't know yet. Sometimes it's best to let the story unfold rather than getting emotionally, oh, it's, oh, I think I read this and there's a rumor it's about this. Right. So when this started getting uh, publicized on, on the case issue, I just thought, man, we're going to get a lot of people talking about the justice system who questionably either do not understand it or have been in situations where they are very familiar with how the justice system responds. And we just had this with jail, right? What did everybody respond with when Chael Sonnen got arrested? Oh, how does it feel to be on the other side of the John Jones? Maybe that was just John Jones in <laughs> retrospect, <laughs> congratulating, <Yes. laughs> but everybody else, you know, there was more context to the story. That's that's true of anything. But when, you know, some gun violence involved, I will say scarier people you can name than Cain Velasquez with a gun going after you. Yeah. Well, it's okay, on my list. If they were you like, meant- pick your top five, <laughs> you don't want them coming after you with a gun in the UFC. It's like Cain Velasquez, even though they're like, well, he's retired. So, yeah, but he's on there. I just enjoy the fact that it was a chase that involved Tim Kennedy for tactical reasons. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a few, but there's a chase that involved shooting a gun and you just think to yourself, well, this got a lot more complicated and you realize like some of the times that people do that sort of stuff, you go, "Uh, I think he kind of knew what he was getting himself into. Like, I'm pretty sure most people think, oh, everybody will see my side on this one. Oh, I shot the wrong guy? His stepdad? Uh-oh. Right. That's not good. So, yeah, <clears throat> this one's going to be real awkward. Hey, other th- things that are real awkward. Obviously, you made fun of Drake, and I had a lot of fun doing that. He lost, but- so, oh, he lost <laughs> so much. Raph, do you have that moment when you see these where you're like, yeah. I am so sorry? How much money were you betting on Jorge Masvidal? Could you have bet on me and let me decided whether I should put your money on Jorge Masvidal or not? Because really feel like I could have uh, built a community center. You're right. I would also point this out. Our comment section has been a shit show for a number of reasons. Uh, number one, we posted in response to Jorge Masvidal telling Drake, Next time you're in Miami, dinner's on me, Drake. So some of us happen to know some people, and I won't name names, Milton, that bet on Jorge Masvidal. And it made me think, like, Drake, what are you doing for Milt? You ain't doing shit for him. Now, granted, Milt's not dumb enough to believe that it was going to happen. He just thought the odds were so favorable. You spend a little money, you can make a lot of money. Unfortunately, Drake said 275K, which to us, not a little money, but maybe to him, like a drop in the fucking bucket. So I just like the fact that, oh, I feel bad for Drake. I'm going to buy you dinner. You're going to get a spaghetti dinner on me, Drake. You owe him a downtown Denver condo, man. (laughs) So when people say shit like that, we get people in the comment section like, who would bet on him? Who would do that? Who would be dumb enough to bet against Colby Covington? Oh, calm down. Oh, that my one, God. I will say that one because uh, it was. He got good odds. <laughs> he was going to stand 
and the UFC, right? If you can pick the fight that's stacked wrong, this is one of our our former. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on Nuwaza Apparel Dan. Uh, Dan Hubler. Thank you, Dan Hubler. He got his last name. It was like Dan the Gambler. I don't think that's his last name. The Gambler. Yes. He used to say it, and he's right. There's always at least two or three fights. The odds are just so catastrophically off on some of these. If you can find the right one, that just wasn't the right one. No. But I do like the social media. There you go. Look at that. Well, don't worry. The pushback continues. That was 10 teachers' salary. How you feel the now? next day, Kev, we get somebody saying, <clears throat> in response to our post about uh, mixed martial artish, which had a very good response to, at the very end of the fight, Jorge Masvidal looking like, oh, yeah? Yeah, Colby Covington? Let's keep fighting. If only I had a shot to beat you up for 25 minutes and actually... The way that mixed martial art-ish put it was Masvidal vows to kick Covington's ass if ever given the chance to fight him. Funny headline, right? Yeah. I put attack on joke, which was he's called street Jesus, not cage Jesus. I think it's important to have people know. We got people in the comment section who were saying like, well, hey, listen, you guys don't understand. He had time. He was really dumb and he's this person he really should have kept it in the cage okay so we're making fun of masvidal on this one a little bit later we hear from ben askren who chimes in on this one of all people to chime in on this you think man i can't wait to hear ben askren's take and he said you just had 25 minutes to do almost nothing that you wanted to do to colby covington and now you're going to act like you want more so, yes, in theory, this is not a bad statement until you realize, why does Ben Askren always put his opinion on Jorge Masvidal? Like, legitimately sounds like an ex-lover. It was probably and because of the knee connection. When you're that far inside someone's face, you're bothered with him forever. Sure. And Ben Askren was making fun of his tattoo. Not necessarily the wrong expression, but roastable because, damn, he needs you in the face. And they replay it, and you hurt. So we joked about it. <clears throat> and he's talking about the fact that Jorge Mazadal couldn't finish him in 25 minutes. And my thought process was, oh, didn't Jorge Mazadal and Jake Paul only need seconds to beat you, though? People had feelings on this one. The weird part about this is this, Kevin. We clearly are making fun of all people. We made fun of the fact that Mazadal spent 25 minutes doing absolutely nothing. And it was silly to start trying to fight him. And then for Ben Askren, we're like, this is just dumb that he's chiming in. Hey, he's right, because, you know, Ben Askren, he, he's making a point that it's easy to make. And I feel same. Okay, guys. This is, this is a meme page. This is just supposed to be for fun. How do you come with an agenda to a meme page and just be like, you know, no, not today. I'm going to come here. I'm like, dude, I know you're not our usual followers, but goddamn, dude, people who are stupid have a lot of time, Kevin. Well, it's one of the benefits. <laughs> you're not worried doing agenda. Hit me with some other noteworthy fights because mm. damn it it's still below freezing yeah. out here we gotta let's let's it. get this done quickly kevin uh for whatever reason rafael dos anjos didn't just beat moicano for three rounds they said eh, we should make it a five round fight i saw that that wasn't fun to watch 
Yeah, he was uh, prepping for a five rounder and they made it a catch weight and they said, well, you're fighting for five. And he was like, yeah, that's what I prepped for. So poor Moicano was getting the shit kicked out of him, but beast for trying, just not necessary. Then you had Bryce Mitchell getting a win over Edson Barboza, very dominant in what he was doing. Kevin Holland picking up a win over Alex Oliveira. There were some nice words exchanged between those two. Sorry. That would have gotten you some money. But you might be interested to know that there was some kind of chatter after Greg Hardy lost that there were some folks on the internet who were saying, can we be done with this Greg Hardy experiment? He's been getting his ass kicked. Rumblings of Hardy being gone would line up with his last few fights. Though he's on the main card, so doesn't he have like uh, three more random free ESPN Plus experiences before? I guess we'll have to see, Kevin. It's hard to say, but I would love to see him be done. But you know what, Kev? I'm going to say this. These fights, yeah, they were okay. And I didn't feel like I lost too much money on them. So Are you I don't ready for feel this? like uh, I did watch Moreau's arm triangle. There you was free, did. Li- <laughs> free free limbs. There were free prelims. It was awesome. I didn't get to see early prelims because college stuff is getting on, but I uh, got to see the arm triangle. Felt so great about it. Yeah. Very good. Well, let's talk some results because the guest is in here, so we can pretty much say whatever the fuck we want. Well, then, great. I beat him like a drum. I was like actual Reacher fighting Tom, actual Tom Cruise. Ten to six, Raph. This was a thumping. Mm. I would start singing a lullaby about this if I knew one that explained what a thumping was. Maybe a Peter Rabbit thing. I don't know why I'm in the lullaby space, or I do. This was what the ocean did to the Titanic. Mm. It's on par with that. 10-6. Holla. Where do you think he went wrong? He came on the show. I could hear his confidence. I could hear the the dismissiveness of my pretty impressive record. I could hear the dismissiveness of, you know, just... These guys are the jokesters. Yeah. I'm the guy that's the fighter, right? But what happened, Raph? He got 10-6. He got 10-6. He did, and we should probably discuss this, though. There's still a lot of positives for Ben. You know, Ben Folks is still the Don Draper of MMA, like the modern version. Same cadence as John Hamm. Decently good-looking. Stole his identity. He definitely stole somebody's identity. I think we've proven that time and time again. I would just say this. Ben, we appreciate that you came on the show, but we're not surprised that you lost. I'm not. I'm not surprised you lost. No, not really. I mean, we thought you had some good analysis. The the banter was pretty good. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you you were there, but it was just, it was a little surprising that Kevin walked all over you on this one. And it begs the question, Kevin, what does he have to do now? So what does Ben folks have to do? He has to drink that horrible rum and mm. toast to this show. And the, uh, I think sponsor officially the grappling reporters tournament. <laughs> yeah. 
I was about to say, and hilariously, I've seen uh, that somebody else, uh, the morning combat team, was talking about a friend of the show who they said was trying to goat Luke Thomas into a super fight as well. And I messaged this guy because he works with them. And I was like, you know, Luke Thomas got a shout out on our show because Ben Folks was saying how tough he is when we were just like, hey, Ben, are you going to come out of retirement? And he was almost going to John Wick and come out of retirement. I feel like this loss may get him that step closer, Kevin. The problem is Ben's kind of strong. I don't know if I had just talked myself into something. Yeah, I, I don't know if I feel good. He's got that Montana strength. It's real. You got to survive yeah. the winners, the highways, the locals. <laughs> There's a lot of things obstacle wise. I'm just hoping they never got around to teaching them leg locks so that I just have carte blanche to do that. They probably haven't. You're pretty good. I don't, I don't think so. I think they, they stopped right around the time he was stopping. Um, normally, we ask you to give some advice to Ben when they're on the show. But since he's not here, do you have anything that you could give him that might set him down a better path? Well, I would like to take just this minute to stop, reflect, and apologize to absolutely nobody. Raph crushed him like I've crushed the others on a winning streak like no other. And on my way north of the border to Canada to dip myself in that free medicine. Winning. It's beautiful. That's Thank some you. good stuff, Kev. Thank you. Do we have other matters or business that we need to attend to? I think we mostly got everything right. Because if you think about it, we address the following. UFC 272, the implications of it, geopolitics, that was law, yeah. uh, presidential relations, and then even had time to just squeeze in toward the end a little bit of roasting a, a rival uh, MMA podcast. So if you think about it, there was a lot that we crammed into, what, these 30 minutes or so? We were busy. That's what it happens when you're a professional. And that'll do it for us tonight. But, Raph, did you see Veteran Van Zant signs with AEW? Oh, my Look God. Yeah, that'll Hold do it for on. us tonight. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good fight. I want to send you this. I want you. I wish <laughs> that, that was you just would... to hurt you on the way out. Oh, no, 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 no. I wish you would actually put this on air because I want you to just read this joke. The MJF, the best heel in the business. It's essentially Gordon Ryan. If he was actually competent, this was the joke he put. And I just sent it on over to your Facebook. Number is. Please note the new number is.